0: Welcome to Melden Law and Friends. I'm Jeffrey Meldon, founder of Melden Law. Uh, welcome everybody who's uh, either watching or listening to the show. We have a terrific show for you this week. Before we get into our first guest, I want to mention some of the exciting things. Of course, it's August, which means uh, everybody's got uh, football fever and uh, all kind of uh, other excitement that's going on. As you know, the Gators, um, our first love, and uh, Melden Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. However, there's other things we love as well. For example, August 13th, uh, we are sponsoring the Outdoor Expo at the World Equestrian Center. I was there last year what an amazing event you you all need to check it out let's see it's uh 9 a.m to 3 p.m and uh, you can come and spin the melden law wheel and win a prize everybody wins a prize so uh check it out uh if you're in marion county or if you're in any other part of uh north central florida go check out the world equestrian center it's a good event for you to uh, start if you've never been there because uh you'll just see the whole amazing uh experience out there it's kind of like the disney world for horse people so uh take advantage of it it's uh the number one horse facility in the world right here in our own backyard so check it out that's uh August 13th, Saturday, from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. And then a week later, uh, we are having the Tom Petty Tribute Concert uh, at the Riley uh, Auditorium in Ocala. Uh, Tom Petty uh, Tribute Band is going to be there, the Wildflowers, and they are terrific. It's going to be so much fun. And... If you go to Melvin Law's Facebook page, you can win a trip to Margaritaville in Orlando along with two VIP tickets to the Tom Petty Tribute Concert. Uh, It's a two-night weekend getaway at the Margaritaville Resort in Orlando. And for those of you that haven't been there, uh, I guarantee you it will be a lot of fun. Other things coming up. Of course, uh, we got football opening day, September third, against Utah. Utah's uh, ranked number seven in the country this week, so we're playing a top ten team uh, for opening day. It's going to be a big challenge for the opening of the Billy Napier, uh, uh, the Billy Napier career at the University of Florida, and let's. Get all of our Gator fans behind it. Uh, October, uh, I'm sorry, August 20th, Gator Volleyball. Uh, Melden Law is doing the Fan Day um, event there. It's a home opener against uh, Jacksonville, and we are giving away four-pack of tickets with a $50 Harry's Bar and Grill gift card and a two-pack um, of uh, tickets along with a $25 Harry's gift card. So uh, let's support all of the Gator events, including women's va- uh, uh, volleyball. Mary Wise has built an incredible program over the last 25, 30 years, so it's, uh, it's fun, it's a family event, and uh, Melvin Law is going to be there to make sure everybody is having a good time before the game as well as during the game. Another thing coming up, uh, the Ocala Latin Festival. We're going to be there from 5 to 10 p.m. on August 27th. Uh, come spin the wheel and win some more prizes. Anyhow, we got more stuff going on. We're going to have uh, giveaways for Gator football, uh, women's basketball, with, uh, men's basketball. We've got soccer giveaways. Just go to the Melden Law Facebook page, and you will have a chance to win some great prizes. Anyhow, our first guest today is Tia Brock-Paul, uh, the Director of Programs for the Education Foundation of Alachua County. How are you doing this afternoon, Tia? I'm
1: doing great. I'm happy to be here with you. Thank you all at Meldon Law for inviting the foundation to be here today, and I'm excited to talk with you.
0: Yeah. Well, so let's uh, get down. Tell us what what the foundation is and Mm -hmm. what y'all do to um, help a lot of very deserving young people in this community.
1: Yeah. So the the Education Foundation is a 501c3 organization that directly supports the edu- the Alotra County public schools. Um, so we work with the public schools, with the administration, the district staff, the superintendent um, to, to, to run our programs um, through the schools. Uh, we have... Uh, three programs, um, and the first one started in 1986 with our senior scholarship program. That program um, basically educators through Alaska County Public Schools wanted to support um, students who wanted to receive a post secondary education. So they, in the first year, awarded $12,000, and then now we award $250,000 on an annual basis to Alachua County Public Schools seniors who want to go to college. Wow,
0: that's amazing. Um, So if you're a senior in Alachua County in high school Mm -hmm. and you want to go on to college, you help them do it.
1: Yes, exactly. We help them relieve that financial burden so that they can go and get an education.
0: Now, how do you uh, educate the kids in the 12th grade about what the opportunities are that you provide? Do you go to the schools and talk with kids, or how how does that uh, unfold?
1: Yeah, so we, um, the portal opens in January, and so we really work with the, the um, school counselors to kind of get the word out to to them, as well as the um, school administrators at each of the seven high schools here, and then they are, they, they help us spread the word, but then we also, at networking events and opportunities throughout the community, we're able to um, share about the program, and we get the students' emails, parents' emails, and then we send out a constant contact To let them know that the portal is now open and they can apply we also do presentations um, to uh, high school english classes uh, for the seniors and, and and we talk there about the program and other financial aid opportunities
0: So um, do a lot of the kids from Alachua County uh, go to either Santa Fe or the University of Florida?
1: Yes. With our senior scholarship program, about 50% go to those two schools. So we send the biggest checks to both the uh, the University of Florida and Santa Fe College. Yes.
0: And um, how do you uh, help the kids find out which school and what program is right for them?
1: Yeah, so there are a lot of um, opportunities. Uh, um, For instance, College Board has big futures, and the students can go on there, and they can compare the schools side by side and kind of see, okay, I'm interested in these three schools. I know that this is kind of where I want to go based on the program and degrees that they offer um, and what the students' interests are, and then they're able to kind of narrow down, okay, well, I'm going to apply to all three and and continue to kind of look and research about, like, what they want to do there, what they want to get out of their educational experience. So that's one way. We also share the SUS matrix with them, which is the um, uh, state uh, university um, matrix that they put together of the 12 um universities throughout public universities throughout the state uf is one of them and so um, we share that information with our students as well
0: what's in the matrix like tuition and uh, other other information yeah
1: tuition fees is it a division one institution um you know, what uh, act and sat scores they need to have in order to get into um the institution and then um and Yeah, and what their top programs are, so it shares a lot of good information, key information that you would want to know up front.
0: So um, give us a profile of some of the uh, students that you help. Uh, Are they, you know, students that um, are focused in on college right from the beginning, or do you you kind of open up the eyes to some of the students who may not have even thought they were college material?
1: Yes, so we actually do both. Um, I would say through our senior scholarship program that program the students typically already know what they want to do and it's a it's a short time frame that we're working with those students typically they apply in January and then we award the, the scholarships in May but um, they really ha- like through the application they really have to detail they have to have a resume a letter a letter of recommendation um, and they have to one of the essay questions is what is your educational plan um, so they have to answer that um, so they kind of already know that they want to go to college, those students. Um, But with our Take Stock in Children program, that's another program um, that is for low-income, at-risk youth who probably could go to college but don't necessarily have the resources to get there. And so when we have about 300 students in that program.
0: Wow. Just from Alachua County?
1: Just from Alachua County, yes. So in all um, of our middle and high schools here in Alachua County.
0: Tell us more about that program.
1: Yes. So with that program, um, it is a statewide program and the education foundation is the local affiliate for it. Um, It's been around since 1996 here in Alachua County and 1995 throughout the state. Um, And so the students um, are, they apply for the program in grades six through nine. And then Um, When they get into the program, we provide them with a volunteer mentor. That mentor meets with them for 30 minutes, at least on a biweekly basis. Um, And then they're able to kind of share about opportunities, help them do research on different colleges. And then when the students graduate, they get a two-year Florida prepaid scholarship. And that scholarship pays for their tuition for their classes.
0: Wow, that's amazing because I know there must be um, a lot of kids that um, maybe don't have uh, anybody in their family that's gone to college.
1: Yes, that is that is correct. Yeah, the, a lot of these students are first-generation college students um, that have graduated from our program. Um, I'm actually an alumni of the Take Stock in Children program. I went through the program myself, which is how I got involved with the Education Foundation. I wanted to give back. I graduated from Clay County, went to the University of Florida, and while I was there, interned at the Education Foundation to pay it forward. And um, I was a first-gen college student, and my mentor was a University of Florida alumni. So she was really able to help me understand the application process, the cost of attendance, and all of that in order for me to be able to go. Um, And without her guidance and being there, I I probably wouldn't have went. Um, It definitely is benefiting the students and helping to, um, you know, get students on the right path, on the right foot um, as they become adults.
0: Well, and and it must be very intimidating for a lot of um, kids, the thought of going to college, right? Yes, yes, yeah. And, and I I mean, I remember when I went off to college, right, it was, you know, like what's it, what's gonna happen and am I you know, uh, what are the courses gonna be like? Am I gonna be able to make it? Are things, you know, gonna you know, it's like a lot of unknowns. Yes. Right?
1: right, right. Yeah, one of the one things that our students say in their survey as they're exiting the Take Stock and Children program as they're graduating is that they really enjoy the college tours that we're able to take the students on. So we've been to UF, we go to Santa Fe on an annual basis. We've been to UCF, FSU, different places. Um, And those experiences really open to their eyes. Like then they really understand, okay, this is the dynamic of college. This is what it looks like to be on a college campus. This is what a dorm is. And um, this is what a food court is and, and things like that so that they understand this, you know, classroom setting is 150 students. It's not 24 anymore. Like, it's big. Yeah. yeah and and, that you,
0: and, and it's, you're, de- you're, you're stepping up and it's going to be yes. a little more challenging and uh, you try to help them get uh, obtain the tools necessary to succeed.
1: Correct, yes, that, that is it. Yeah. Um, throughout the time in the program, we're able to tell them about the FAFSA, provide them with financial literacy workshops. Um, we actually get a grant through um, Wells Fargo that helps to fund that um, and uh, so the students are able to understand um, that, You know, like what the cost of attendance is and what that's gonna look like. Um, But we're also able to do one other thing. Um, that we've started um, th- through Zoom is that our mentors, since we have 300 students, we also have 300 mentors. Each one of them has an individual mentor who meets with them. And so they are able to come on on Thursday afternoons, uh, one mentor and do a group mentor session for us. And typically we have about 20 to 50 students who participate in them in the afternoons and they get to learn about a different career, One of what our, what our mentors' careers are. And that exposes them not only to what one mentor, their own mentor, but it exposes them to other ones that are involved with our program um, on a weekly basis. Well, that's
0: amazing. Tia, we're going to take a 60-second break, okay. and then we're going to go on more because I am just blown away. What you're doing is amazing. Awesome. So uh, we'll be back in 60 seconds on Melden Law and Friends.
2: <laughs> oh, my gosh. I can't even believe this. Look. Look. Look what you have done to my truck! Excuse me, it's your fault, it's not my fault. Yes, it is your no, fault. Not, not I am not. calling Jeffrey Meldon from Meldon Law.
3: So I'm going to call Jeffrey, my husband. Okay.
0: Meldon Law, this is Jeffrey speaking.
2: Jeffrey! This oh, no, here. This no. later is here, he might... New client?
0: Yes, but this one might be a little tricky.
2: On August 11, our restaurant Spurrier's Gridiron Grill will be celebrating our one-year anniversary, and we're inviting you to Celebration Point. Proceeds from the event will go to the Ronald McDonald House, and we'll have a spread of your favorite Spurrier dishes, as well as special guests, but you have to get a reservation. So go to Spurriers.com right now and reserve your spot before it sells out. And thank you for a super first year. Go Gators! Welcome back to Melden Law and Friends. I'm Jeffrey
0: Meldon, founder of Melden Law, and we're so excited uh, we're here today with Tia Brock-Paul from the Education Foundation of Alachua County. And isn't uh, Spurrier's amazing?
1: It really is. The food is great here. Um, I had a birthday celebration for my husband here. It was the, the atmosphere, the food, everything was very good.
0: So those of you... Uh, That Listen to the show, know we broadcast from the podcast room at Spurrier's Gridiron Grill, and it's kind of fun. Tia, you can see the uh, people starting to uh, show up here. They open up at four o'clock when our podcast starts, so... Uh, we feel like we're goldfish inside a uh, a fishbowl, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. Anyhow, we can wave to everybody and say hi. <laughs>
1: hi. hi.
0: <laughs> Anyhow, we are, we're having a blast here. Uh, a couple things again. Uh, Melden Law is really excited about uh, the school year starting. I know uh, uh, parents are very, very excited about getting their kids back to school. So they don't have to uh be babysitters twenty four seven and uh it's it's a big deal. I know in our office we have lots of working uh moms and dads, and uh the start of school uh is almost like a holiday for them
1: um, they're like they're sending them <laughs> off and it's like okay, back to regular routines instead of being home eating all, up all the food and all the you know are or headed back to the teachers.
0: Yeah, and it, it's really kind of, uh, you know, a break for the parents too because uh, everybody's working hard, but when when you're in an office and you're working hard and you're focused at least you have control of your environment. Yeah, uh, at home with the kids you do not have control of your environment. <laughs> no. They're there running the environment, yes. Well, and congratulations. Yeah. You've got a little 2-year-old, right?
1: I do, Malia. Yes, yeah, she's 2 years old and um <clears throat> and she's learning and developing and saying about, you know, 30 words, so we're we're working on that. So
0: well, that's really exciting. I was telling Tia earlier, I've got my little uh, granddaughter, Shoshana, is turning to August 14th. And uh, so my granddaughter and Tia's daughter are um, about the same age. Eight, yes, And it's amazing what these little right. two-year-olds can do.
1: Right, climb up, everything, and, you know, they really think they're big kids, and they're really watching us. They're definitely watching us. Um, my daughter this morning, she just um, I stepped on the scale. She stepped on the scale right after me. She's just watching everything, and she loves to brush her teeth, so, yeah.
2: Well, that's
0: great. Well, you know, it kind of ties in with uh, what what you do as far as helping People advance their education because whether you're two or you're 12 or you're 17 or 18, um, we're always trying to inspire our uh, children to have more opportunities than um, more opportunities than we did. Be able to do thing, you know, do more things. So um, over at the Education Foundation, you were talking about uh, different programs and. Uh, You talked first about, you know, the program where you help a lot of students who are looking for financial assistance Mm -hmm. to um, move forward to college. And then you were talking about uh, how you help a lot of first-generation college kids move on. Uh, What are the other programs that you have available?
1: So we also have our Catalyst for Change Teacher Grant Program, and right now the application is open on our website edfoundationac.org for teachers to apply for two thousand to five thousand dollar grant for their classrooms. Um, and through that program, we're really looking for teachers who have innovative ideas, ways that they new ways that they want to engage their students in the classroom. So, you know, for instance, this past year we really focused on student engagement and hands on learning. Um, and so what we we really seen a lot of teachers who wanted to apply for grants to not only be able to have something to demonstrate activities that went along with the book, but to be able to put those materials and those tools in the hands of the students so they could do them as well, so having class sets. Um, for instance, we put drones and rovers at Howard Bishop Middle School through this program. A teacher um, there, Mr. Quintana, applied for the for the grant, and um, we were able to to provide him with some, as well as IT, ta- IT calculators that connect um, to the um, rovers, and then help the p- kids are able to program them and move them around the classroom. So tell
0: us, okay, the, how are the drones used?
1: Yeah, so the, a lot of it is through, like, STEM education and it's showing them how to do coding. So they are able to code, um, you know, Figure out a code and then be able to move move it um in their science classes move the drone throughout the throughout the classroom
0: so they, are they using the drones within the classrooms
1: yes mm-hmm.
0: okay, and yeah. rovers tell us what rovers are
1: yeah so they're um they're kind of like um Robot, they're robots that are you kind of put them on the floor, and then they attach their IT calculator, put in a code, and then that helps it to move forward, backwards, left, right. Um, but the students have to know how to code in order to get them to move in the direction they want it to go. So
0: do they need an app on their cell phone to do it, or is there a separate, uh, or is it like on a... A uh, computer
2: mm-hmm.
1: so the IT um, inspire Texas, Texas instrument that uh, I'm sorry TI Texas instrument um, in the calculators there they are like mini computers and they so they put in the code and the, you know the computer it shows up on the screen they're able to put that in and then it moves the rover for them
0: so these are like small little devices that uh, mm-hmm. TI makes and And then you can use those to uh, maneuver around the uh, robots.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: Well, that must be fun for the kids.
1: Definitely, they really enjoy it. Um, we held a STEM camp over the the summer with our Take Stock and Children um, students, and um, that you know through Duke Energy they helped to provide the, the funds for that. But we partnered with Mr. Quintana at Howard Bishop. We used his classroom, and um, not only did his students at Howard Bishop, but students throughout the county through it that are in our Take Stock program got to go and use the rovers and um, the drone as well, as well as other do other STEM activities um, by going to the University of Florida, Natural History History Museum, and other opportunities that we're able to, to provide the
0: students. So you're helping them learn a little bit about programming with computers by uh, having them work with the TI devices to um, make the robots work. Correct, yes. Yeah. Well, I like that. So yes. it's not just... Um, get on the device. It's like you got to do something to make the robot move around.
1: Move around, yeah. Just yeah. Well, I, I yeah. was
0: wondering about the drones, if whether or not uh, we we're going to have the drones outside over the playground.
1: Oh, that might be something that <laughs> comes next. Yes, yes,
0: yeah. See, that would be fun. See, <laughs> see, see if uh, Jack is uh, hitting Sally or vice versa. Right, what's <laughs> happening out there. It's fine on you, yes. fine on you. So... Um tell us uh, a little bit about um the involvement in the uh, as far as community members that want to get involved in sponsoring and helping out uh the initiatives that the education foundation of alatra county sponsors
1: mm-hmm. yeah so um there are multiple ways that um, you could support the ed- the work at the Education Foundation. Um, one of them being you can be a volunteer mentor. Me- anybody can do that. Um, any adult can-, can come and mentor a student. It takes 30 minutes a week. You go to their schools. You talk with them typically during lunchtime, um, and then that helps us to um, get the mentor sessions that the students need for our key performance ind- indicators, our measurements that we have to have for that program. But then you can also um, donate um, on our website. Um, you can go to our website and donate to the foundation, um, any amount. Um, you can oh, become what's a, that
0: website again?
1: It's edfoundationac.org. So if you go there, you can find out more about our programs and what we do, but you can also, um, you can donate.
0: So it's edfoundationac.org. Mm-hmm at
1: ac A- so ed foundation ac alachua county um dot .org
0: okay e- good yes. so everybody take note of that um and how much money do you raise every year from private donations
1: um, from private don- so we yeah private donations we raise about two hundred thousand dollars. Florida Credit Union is a huge sponsor; they are our biggest corporate sponsor, um, and uh, they're the reason why we're here today. Um, just awareness and, and getting the word out. Um, it, our, is, our board members really big on that from the from there, and so that's another way. It's being a board member. Um, there are opportunities through that way um, to to invest in um, the the education foundation's mission, um, yeah, and then also so the support education's license tag. That is uh, a way if you buy an educational license tag, then you can. Um, then $20 comes back to the Education Foundation. So if you're invested in education, um, that is a way that you could do it as your birthday. I've
0: seen those tags uh, running around. I didn't know that, uh, that, that uh, it's a good way to raise money. Mm-hmm. So is that everybody in Alachua County that buys a tag, or do you designate when you buy the tag where the money should go?
1: Yeah, um, everybody in Alachua County that buys an education support education tag, it comes twenty dollars comes to the education foundation specifically.
0: Okay, so the next time you renew your license tag, mm-hmm. um, yes. that that's uh, very important that uh, we support uh, the group. So, are there some other things you want to tell uh, our audience as far as important takeaways from uh, what we're doing and what you're doing to help? Uh, the students of Alachua County uh, realize their dreams?
1: Yes. So... Um, by, by the work that we're doing at the Education Foundation investing in these students these students are our future and that's our mission to invest in the future of a County public school students um, by working with the students and the teachers who help with student achievement um, you're able to secure our future uh, we just celebrated our 35th anniversary this past year and we celebrated in a big way and one way that we did that was just to kind of um, you know make sure that we were having events people wanted to get out and be about so we had fun, you know. We had events that people could come to for our 35th anniversary, um, and so we want to be around for another 35 years, so um, so that we can continue to support these students and where, in their dreams and their education and their futures.
0: Do you know when the next event is coming up?
1: we um we typically have our annual education gala in February, so that's a big one to look for. Um, so in February, uh, definitely be on the lookout for the education gala.
0: okay. well, it, it's very uh, exciting. I to tell you the truth, I didn't know about this program, and uh, I'm so excited that we could bring you on and uh, you know educate our audience about. What's going on? The Education Foundation of Alachua County is um, an amazing group. They've uh, helped thousands of uh, kids over the last 35 years. Yes, We're going to do it again for another 35 years. So Tia, Brock, Paul, the Director of Programs at uh, the Education Foundation of Alaska County. Thank you very much for joining us on Meldon Law and Friends, and we look forward to uh, having everybody listening to support your organization.
1: Yes, thank you so much. This is a great opportunity. Thank you
0: all. And
2: we're going to be back in three minutes on Meldon Law and Friends. On August 11th, our restaurant Spurrier's Gridiron Grill will be celebrating our one-year anniversary, and we're inviting you to Celebration Point. Proceeds from the event will go to the Ronald McDonald House, and we'll have a spread of your favorite Spurrier dishes, as well as special guests, but you have to get a reservation. So go to spurriers.com right now and reserve your spot before it sells out. And thank you for a super first year. Go Gators! Can't even believe this! Look, look what you have done to my truck! Excuse me, it's your fault, it's not my fault. Yes, I... it is your no, fault. Not, not, I am not, calling not. Jeffrey Meldon from Meldon Law.
3: So I'm gonna call Jeffrey, my husband.
0: Meldon Law, this is Jeffrey speaking. Jeffrey,
2: this guy's oh, no, l- here. This guy's here. He might.
0: New client? Yes, but this one might be a little tricky. When you're a member of the Gator Nation, you know what it means to never back down. Melden Law has been a proud supporter of the Gator Nation since 1971. Two forces that won't back down. As the old saying goes, if you can't beat them, join them. We still hear it, the sound of victory, the joy of being part of something great. And while things may not be the same right now, we haven't gone anywhere. If you bleed orange and blue, then Melden Law is the firm for you.
2: We are here at the University of Florida where Albert and Alberta are competing in the Gator Penalty Shootout. Albert is ready to stop the shot at all costs. What a disaster. Luckily, Malton Law is the only official firm partner of the Florida Gators. If you have suffered any injury, do not worry because Malton Law is going to help you with your recovery. Malton Law doesn't back down until they reach their goal.
0: Alberta, I understand you were witnesses to a crash. Can you tell us about the accident? When you're in a crash, it's important to get witness statements immediately after the accident. Whether you're in a car, truck, motorcycle, scooter, or even a golf cart accident, at Meldon Law, we won't back down. welcome back to melvin law and friends uh we're very excited Uh, we're here broadcasting from spurrier's gridiron grill and september 11th thursday is the big first anniversary of uh, spurrier so uh, call get your uh, reservation it's going to be a blast there's always uh, excitement going on but for the first anniversary There may be some uh, special guests that uh, show up and uh, you want to be here. I know uh, Coach uh, Spurrier is usually uh, around, so check us out. Uh, It's Celebration Point in Gainesville, Florida, serving all of north central Florida, and uh, we have an absolute blast uh, recording here. Again, a few events coming up. World Equestrian Center, uh, Saturday August 13th, uh, there's a uh, big outdoor expo there that's uh, a blast. Melden Law is sponsoring it. We were there last year, so it's uh, Saturday from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. at the World uh, Equestrian Center. If you haven't been there, check it out. Um, August 20th, uh, the Tom Petty concert at the Riley in Ocala is coming up, and Melden Law is giving away... Not only tickets to the show, but a two-night weekend getaway at the Margaritaville Resort in Orlando. So go to our Facebook page, and you can get uh, both free tickets for the event as well as a uh, fabulous vacation. And Gator Volleyball is coming up uh, August 20th, so don't forget to support our Gators we're giving away great packages, uh, four-pack of tickets, plus $50 uh, Harry Harry's Bar and Grill gift card, as well as other things. And uh, August 27th, the Ocala Latin Festival is coming up. There's lots of good things. Today, we have special guests from uh, Lake City, uh, Ian Thompson and Natalie Hunter. Welcome to the show. How are you all doing? doing? Good. Good to be here
2: yeah so
0: so it it's it's a pleasure. Um, you are you are teachers at the Cambridge Prep Academy in Lake City. Is that right? Yes, sir. Okay, so Ian, we'll start with you. Tell us a little bit about what is uh, the Cambridge Prep Academy.
4: Uh Cambridge Prep is a private Christian school. Uh, we have well, how many kids we got now?
3: I think we have 184 enrolled this year.
4: Wow. So we're K-12. through 12. Uh,
0: This is my second year with them. So, How long have you been there, Natalie?
3: Um, nine years.
0: Nine years. Okay. So how did you get involved with uh, Cambridge?
3: Um, it started out, um, really and truthfully, the owner and operator is a good friend of mine. And I was um, an at-home mom at the time. And looking to start a new job, and she called me and she says, I need a teacher, can you come in and help me out? Um, And I said, yes ma'am, and so that's kind of how I got started, and here I am nine years later, and I really enjoy it. And
0: you're the math teacher. I I am. So now, when you went to college, it was your undergraduate degree in math?
3: So I completed my um, in Florida. it's K through six Elementary ed and then you get your math certificate. So that's what you can teach in your field um, to gain experience and then you go and you take exams and. Um, So that's what I'm working for now.
0: Now, now, did you like math growing up? I hated it. (laughs) Tell us, how how did you make the transition? So, if you
3: would have told me in high school that I would go on to be a math teacher, I would have laughed at you. Um, I actually was going towards ag education. I had fabulous ag teachers in high school, and that was my passion. Um, And I just happened to um, get offered this opportunity to teach math, so I said, sure, why not? I'm usually one for a challenge. And so I got into it and realized I loved it because it's all about rules. It's the same rules over and over. You just add to it. And I like rules. Um, So it was really interesting, and I absolutely love it. And I love it in the fact that most kids, if you ask them if they can do math, their first automatic response is, I cannot do math. I don't know how to do it. I can't do it. And so I try to help them understand that they use math every day. They just don't realize. They use algebra every day. Um, You just don't realize it. And so whenever I explain this to them and put it in real-world situations for them, and they're like, oh, well, that makes sense. I can do this. And so I love seeing how they go from being very insecure and very uncomfortable um, in a math situation to realize, you know what, I can do this. I can be successful in it.
0: So do you make uh, interesting games for them in order to gain their interest?
3: We do. We um, try to do hands-on stuff uh, because kids learn through tactile a lot of times. Um, So give them manipulatives to where they can actually maneuver the problems and visually see it and physically move it from one thing to another, and it just helps connect those things. Kids learn a lot differently than what we did whenever we were in high school. Um, their brains are wired differently
0: okay? so if you want to say three plus two equals five you put five objects down and then you put three here and then two over here and you say if you take these two and you put them with these three then you have how many
3: pretty much
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: and so that it gives them a, vis- a visual and a physical re- representation of what the actual problem is and so their brains can connect it instead of just putting it up on the board and saying, hey, connect these numbers.
0: And what grades do you teach?
3: Um, This year, I am adding sixth grade into the mix, and so I'm sixth through twelfth math.
0: Oh, wow. So when you get up to the twelfth grade, you're teaching algebra and uh, other more complex... Basically,
3: so it's sixth grade is... um, And we're advanced curriculum at our school. We um, prepare our students for dual enrollment and... uh, vast majority of our 11th graders this year out of all of them that we have enrolled, I would say about 60 to 70 percent are dual enrolled. So our goal is that by the time they graduate from high school that they're graduating with their AA as well. Um, and so with that we start an advanced curriculum. Our 7th graders actually um, take pre-algebra and then our 8th graders take Algebra 1, 9th grade goes into Algebra 2. 10th grade is geometry, 11th grade, 12th grade, depending um, is basically it's a wrap-up. It's called math for college readiness. So those students that maybe aren't quite ready to dual enroll in high school, um, that math course prepares them to be able to go on and continue their education um, post high school.
0: And um, where do they dual enroll at? What uh, colleges? So
3: we have articulations with uh, Florida Gateway College and Santa Fe College.
0: Oh, that's great because they're both really outstanding schools, and uh, the idea of being able to get a, a two-year degree at the same time you're graduating from high school—that really pushes you along as far as uh, moving on it your does, career. Does now. Um, uh, Ian, you're, you're teaching social studies, right?
4: Yep. Yeah, I've got uh, history, uh, world history, U.S. history. Uh, I do government economics. Uh, and we're actually, last year we did criminal justice. This year we are adding in uh, introduction to law, and then we're going on to criminal justice.
0: Wow. What grades are you teaching?
4: Again, uh, same as Natalie, we, uh, we added sixth grade, so I'm six through twelve.
0: Oh, you you say you added sixth grade?
4: Sixth grade, yeah. Last year uh, we had 7 through 12. This year we have 6 through 12.
0: Oh, I see. Okay, yeah, middle school starts at sixth grade now, right? right? Yes, sir. I'm old enough, so in the old days, 7 through 9 was junior high school and and 10 through 12 was high school, but they decided because of the maturation process of kids at the sixth graders should be with the seventh and eighth graders and then so anyhow you i know you've traveled all over the world before you settled down in lake city right i traveled a fair bit yes (laughs) so so tell us a little about your your adventure and how you you know wound up in lake city uh well i
4: was in the the Royal Navy uh, for nine years and I transfer- uh, when I came out I lived in London for a couple of years. Uh, I took the opportunity to do a, a kids' camp with Camp America. I uh, went to find myself in Michigan, uh, in Port Sanlekc, uh, worked there over the summer and I had actually got my visa for Australia to go work in Australia. so when the summer was over, we had some friends we did a lot of travel around the US and Canada and then I took off uh, you know Fiji Australia, Japan, New Zealand and several other places uh and uh when I was there I got a I got a call or I actually got an email uh it was in the Blue Mountains of Australia and I got an email from a hotel I'd been working at in Pennsylvania Mount Airy Lodge and they offered to sponsor me if I came back so I, I headed back and became the front office manager for there until it closed and then I ended up working for various companies in logistics and warehousing uh was in Pennsylvania, Florida I was in Missouri for a stint and then uh, I got a job offer in uh, Lake City and by that time of course I had uh, we married and had the kid and it was kind of time to settle down <laughs>
0: Well your background is perfect for a social studies teacher right because uh, you teach about you know the world and different places and what goes on and you've had real life experience yeah.
4: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's it's great when you're when you're actually in there. You get some of the questions, and you're going through, especially in history, you know, and you can relate to some of the countries and things like that. So just and, and give them some some real examples. It's some of the questions are get a little interesting from some of the. Yeah, kids you're
0: originally from Glasgow, Scotland.
4: I was born in Glasgow. Yep, grew up in a little village outside of Glasgow, Pullman.
0: Pullman, Scotland. Yes. Well, it's great that the kids can uh, ask you questions and you have real life experience where you can say, yeah, I was there and, you know, this <laughs> is, and and the more you travel, you know, in many ways you find that uh, in many ways we're all the same and in, in other ways we're different, you know, based right. on, uh, you know, history, tradition and things like that. So. It's amazing that you bring that experience to uh, the kids that are going to school.
4: It is. I mean, it's, it's thoroughly enjoyable. And like I said, the questions we get are, you know, it's, it's, it makes you think. But, yeah, it's, it's definitely good to be able to have that, that, that interaction with them.
0: Well, we're getting ready to take our first break here. And uh, Ian Thompson and Natalie Hunter from the Cambridge Prep Academy in Lake City, Florida, our guest today. And we're going to be back in 60 seconds. Albert, Alberta, I understand you were witnesses to a crash. Can you tell us about the accident? When you're in a crash, it's important to get witness statements immediately after the accident. Whether you're in a car, truck, motorcycle, scooter, or even a golf cart accident, at Meldon Law, we won't back down.
2: On August 11, our restaurant Spurrier's Gridiron Grill will be celebrating our one-year anniversary, and we're inviting you to Celebration Point. Proceeds from the event will go to the Ronald McDonald House. And we'll have a spread of your favorite Spurrier dishes, as well as special guests. But you have to get a reservation. So go to Spurriers.com right now and reserve your spot before it sells out. And thank you for a super first year. Go Gators!
0: Alberta, I understand you were witnesses to a crash. I'm Jeffrey Meldon, and I'm here with our special guest from... The Cambridge Academy, the Cambridge Prep Academy in Lake City, Florida. Um, while, during the break, I was speaking with uh, Ian and Natalie about some of the special programs. Uh, that you have something called the Education uh, Educational Travel Club. Ian, can you tell us a little bit about what that is? Yeah,
4: so we partnered uh, a while back with a company called EF Tours. Uh, And they provide, you know, educational travel all over the world. Uh, So we got to the point where, you know, the kids were were coming out of middle school and they were going to high school, going to different schools. So we ended up forming our own 501C3. It's called the Educational Travel Club. And it's there specifically to raise funds in order for these kids to travel on these tours. Uh, So, for example, next year there's a couple of tours set up. Uh, One of our uh, teachers at a a sister school that's, that's... I'm not sure where she's at now. I think she, she was at LCMS. Uh, so she had started, and they have won that they are going to France. Uh, this year, I chose to take a little further. We are going actually to Budapest.
0: Oh, wow. Uh,
4: we It's Budapest, uh, Prague, Czech Republic, and Berlin. And we end up in Berlin. We have a three-day leadership conference where the kids will work with... Uh, Kids of their own age in teams of like eight to ten, and they'll be working on problems we face today with sustainability. And actually, the, the the winning team they will they go through a whole a whole scenario where they you know they're taught about the critical thinking, how to go about it, how to uh, deal with each and interact. Because obviously, they're all different cultures, different countries, different languages, uh, and it, it helps build their esteem and everything else. But they do a, like a, a Shark Tank presentation at the end and the winning team actually will end up with a place in the Nobel Museum.
0: Wow. So, um, how long do these trips go for?
4: Uh, usually somewhere between 10 and 14 days.
0: Oh, that's amazing. I mean, I and how old are the students that go on these trips? We take them from 8th grade to 12th grade. 8th to 12th, so they start when they're what, like 13 or so? 13, 14 years mm-hmm. old. So, it must be, you know, really eye-opening. Uh, for a lot of these kids to be able to get out of Florida and see that, yeah, there's other people in other parts of the world that <laughs> do things a little of, differently, right? Yeah, and it, it it kind of puts a
4: you know a different perspective on you know they're sitting in the classroom, they're learning all about the stuff, you know through history and the places, and you know maybe they've seen them on TV or whatever else, but actually be in, involved and you know see everything firsthand, you know, the sights, the smells, the the interaction with the people, the languages. I mean it, it definitely broadens their horizons you know.
0: Do the kids get to meet other students that they can stay in contact with later on as oh, far yeah, as
4: absolutely it? yeah. Yeah there there's uh, especially the leadership conference I mean there's these tours are going all the time. Uh but at the leadership conference yeah there'll be uh, so many kids put there and they they will literally be, they they'll be put into a different team with people they've never met so
0: Well that's that's just um amazing because a lot of folks don't realize that um, you number one, you have fun, right? Oh yeah. You're traveling, and I'm sure that the kids are just so excited, uh, as well as really learning uh, even more than you can in the classroom. Absolutely. And 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 I commend you for that because from my standpoint, um, I've always loved to travel. I've always met great people traveling. I've always felt like it broadened my. Uh, uh, knowledge of uh, what other cultures are like. And uh, then when, when you come back to, you know, north central Florida, <laughs> you get to hang out with us regular folks, you know. and uh, It must be a blast. So, uh, Natalie, what are some of the exciting things you've got going on uh, this year?
3: So that's really kind of what our focus um, is, is with the Travel Club, is trying to help these students, um, because 90% of our students that are enrolled at Cambridge are on scholarship. um, Where most of them are low income. um, And that was when Miss Jackie organized the school, she wanted to give students that otherwise would not be able to have that opportunity of private schools, the opportunity to be able to attend. And so um, through scholarship, she's able to accept a bunch of students. So with that being said, um, a lot of these students financially cannot pay for this trip out of their pocket so the travel club has um been a benefit because they're able to go and help raise funds and we're helped to we're helping these students earn their way um financially
0: so what what do we have car washes and things like that so
3: various things (laughs) uh, car washes um we have businesses around lake city that have been very generous with giving us opportunities to um help out within the restaurants like cleaning up the floors and sweeping stuff to be able to you know get proceeds from their sales for that night so um it's been very beneficial that way um we really appreciate that but you know getting our name out there and getting the students out there and and with the public's help and stuff hopefully we can help get these students to um on, on their
0: trips. You know, I'm amazed that 90% of the students have some kind of assistance. Um, you talked about Miss Jackie. Tell us a, a little bit about her background and how she got this thing going.
3: So it started um, with her. It, it kind of, she loves kids. She has a passion for children. Um, and she actually was a dental hygienist surprisingly enough um but where her daughter was going to school it all of, all of a sudden over christmas break shut down and she was left high and dry um unfortunately so she decided that you know what this is my calling has always been for the kids i'm she is one that champions children and so she with um with some help of family members and, and was able to um, organize Cambridge and that's kind of how it started and when it started there was maybe 10 students and that was um, back in 2011 and it's steadily grown since then it was just a um, six through 12 school back then and just within the past probably six years she added kindergarten and actually it was longer than that, it was about eight years ago, she added kindergarten and then we also have a pre-K that we've started so students have the opportunity of starting in pre-K and going all the way through 12th grade. With
0: well, us. Wow, that's exciting! How many kids are there in the school? I think
3: this year, um, I think we are ending up with like 180. Wow! From pre-K to 12th grade. Just
0: in in the last 11 years to be able to grow the school like that and get all put all the funding together to make it happen.
3: She works really, really hard and because it is, it's always about the kids, and that's her number one priority, is to make sure that they have a safe, loving environment. And, you know, the joke is, is that, you know, these kids are, they're not just our students. Um, they're they're our kids. Um, I have many of them that, you know, send me messages throughout the summer, you know, guess what I get to do, and, you know, send me pictures, and so it's it's really neat because it's, You know it it takes on a whole new level whenever you're invested in that kid you're more apt to that kid is more apt to be successful um and they know that at the end of the day i'm hard on them but it's because i love them and i want them to be successful and you know growing pains hurt sometimes but
0: (laughs) (laughs) well do they have any nicknames for you natalie
3: um, I'm Miss Knapp, <laughs> so that pretty much, um, I'm known as probably one of the toughest teachers there, but it's a, some of them are a little intimidated until they get in my classroom and realize my bark a lot of time is worse than my bite. <laughs>
2: well,
0: good, and I'm sure after they, they, start, they graduate, they look back fondly at the fact that you were tough enough on them so that they learned to be competent in math.
3: And it's true because I do want them
0: to become successful, so I am going to be hard. So uh, one of the things that I've always um, been intrigued is that uh, when I grew up, I learned to do math in my head, okay? Mm -hmm. I can do complex division and math and multiplication in my head. Uh, Nowadays, uh, the kids just have, uh, you know, computers to do math. How do you teach a math when they can just use a computer to do it? Good. I like we to are, hear that. We are old school. Um, we do a
3: lot. My students actually do not use calculators until they really get up into their advanced math. That sometimes you have to, but in the early levels, they are not. It's everything's done by Yeah.
0: I mean, I learned to square all the old numbers from way. 1 to 50. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, uh, you know, what's, you know, What's a square, you know, anyhow, that's, that's for another day. But I do think that it's very important because it makes the brain work. And, yes. and if you do math on a calculator, um, your, your brain's working in a different way, put it that way.
3: Well, and they're so instantaneous now, like they're, um, they're, their brains are wired so that they want those answers and they want them now. And this kind of helps slow them down to where they have to manually work those problems out because and so it's it's working all aspects of the brain in
0: that aspect so well thank you for the incredible work that you're doing i I, i'm i'm really taken away that you uh you know you make them work math without a computer because that is um something i see all the time in the younger people in, in our office they i sit around and i'll do math in my head and they go well how can you do that like Do people know, you know, how do you say, well, you just practice it, right? And it happens. As far as social studies, Ian, what are some of the, you know, most exciting things that go on for you on a day-to-day basis in in the classroom?
4: I mean, the most exciting thing is actually getting anybody excited about history. Mm -hmm. You know, it's one of those things that you either either like it or you don't. I mean, it's like we we have every Every class you get there's always somebody who's like well, why do we need to know history? So, but I think by the end of it they understand. Once we've gone through it and we've taught it they understand, you know, because they, they can they can relate and, you know. And well, see and what do back. they say,
0: you know, <laughs> it, you know, it, <clears throat> if you don't uh, learn history, you're going to make the same mistakes every mistakes. <laughs> in
4: exactly, exactly. But yeah, no, I think on uh, a lot of stuff especially I mean the, the the history we have just here in Florida. So, I mean, just to, to get out and about and, and actually show them, go on the trips and show them and, and let them see, again, firsthand, you know, the actual history itself and, and let them relate to what we see in the classroom. That, you that know, is, it, that it,
0: it's, it's amazing because just within north-central Florida, we have amazing history here and all kinds of things going on. And it puts things in a different contexts so that you can really enjoy um just every day you know where you're right. getting up and you know you drive down the road and you see th- this and that and you know something about uh, the history of this part of the you know city and that part of the city and what's going on
4: yeah yep, absolutely yeah just so and it does it helps them get 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 engaged and you know they,
0: yeah, it, yeah I, I'm one of my favorite subjects in in go, growing up was history I always found it really fascinating and uh you know, something that interested me. And I never, I think to this day, I love traveling for that reason.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, every time I travel, I'm you know, we'll meet people. I, I try to get people to teach me, you know, get a guide or, you know, have somebody take you through the town and the museum and let them teach you. And it's probably, you know, like that when you do your travel programs. The kids' minds just explode with all this information.
4: Yeah, I mean, they, and they do, they do, like so much. I mean, it's it's a it's a go, go, go thing. So, I mean, they're up at 7 in the morning. They're back at 10 o'clock at night at the hotel. And same thing for the whole time of the tour. That's so, great. Okay.
0: We're ending the show now. Uh, again, if people want to help, uh, is there a website they can go to?
4: Uh, we have the Education Travel Club on Facebook. You can donate through that. Uh, you should start seeing some uh, individual profiles. We'll be going out. The kids will be out uh, there. Their little spiel on there why it's important to them, what they hope to get out of it, and each kid has their own special uh link for the you know for donations.
0: Well, I'm very excited to, to find out all about the Cambridge Prep Academy, everything that you do. Thank you very much for uh, helping our community grow with responsible young people thank you thank you okay us. we're done with melden law and friends edition we're going to be back next week with another special episode of melden law and friends